Magneto Funky, Walkabout, number 35. It's Friday, January 20th, 2023. Hey, welcome, or welcome back. Larry here. Okay, another potential road hazard. Uh, Earthquake zones along the Pacific Coast bike route are investigated and mapped out. Meanwhile, the solar system for tour packing mode is readjusted. The music is a curated mash of hip-hop and metal from the Free Music Archive and Bandcamp. Okay, that was F3, or I Wonder, 
featuring Michel Pierre Morgich. A bit of neoclassical down-tempo future jazz by St. Petersburg musician Sandro Kate off the album F Journey, released December 31st, 2013 by the Russian alternative net label Southern Cities Lab. Nice. And a personal note. I've had my eye exam, got my new prescription, still ain't got my refund from Amazon after a month of runaround, so I haven't ordered my new reading glasses yet. Even though some items I need in the future will still have to be bought online, I'm this close to canceling all my Amazon accounts. And if so, I will talk shit about them forever. Now, this is a laid-back and often explicit, you bet your ass, personal journal of extremely eclectic music and progressive politics with a focus on mobile energy independence and creative West Coast wanderlust. My pod page is 1223studios.com slash mwalk.htm. The social media landscape is still in flux, so I'm just going to mention that I'm on Instagram at mfunkywalk. And yeah, the Facebook page is facebook.com slash larry.winfield.967. Okay, the itinerary this time out considers another one of the hazards faced in California, whether I'm stuck in an SRO or out on the road. Earthquakes. They're a constant concern and an occasional threat. And even though that's one of the reasons why I want to escape the city, it don't make me feel much safer. Uh, Fact is, the most seismically active parts of the Pacific Coast are the General Bay Area, which hadn't been seriously hit yet, and the mountainous Central Coast, which is also where mudslides and wildfires occur, especially when torrential rains hit burn areas. But I at least wanted to know which faults on Highway 1 are the most active. Uh, Anyway, thanks to the fault activity map provided by the California Department of Conservation and the California Geological Survey, I tracked down the coast from the Bay Area to the Mexico border to see where Highway 1 and 101 crosses or runs along the major faults you might not spot and the quaternary faults you can see on the surface, which are potentially more active. Uh, For example, you cross the San Andreas Fault halfway between Daly City and Pacifica, but you roll over or along four or five quaternary faults between Daly City and Half Moon Bay. So I made a bunch of detailed picks of 10 to 20 mile sections of road where the quaternary faults intersect and accompany the Pacific Coast bike route. Uh, Actually, it's easier to point out where the route is fault free. (laughs) For example, from about 30 miles south of Half Moon Bay, past Santa Cruz, and down to Fort Ord, or a 20-mile stretch of Monterey County till you enter San Luis Obispo County, or a 20-mile stretch 
of Highway 1 from downtown Santa Monica past Venice and the LA International Airport down to Redondo Beach. There's a few more stretches from southern Orange County past the huge Camp Pendleton area down to San Diego, but not in San Diego. And it's crazy that so much of the road runs along these faults, but the terrain kind of dictates it. And granted, most of these quaternary faults haven't budged in 12,000 years at the most recent, or about a million years at the oldest, but some have. And it only makes me a tiny bit more assured that a campsite with cliffs overhead will be safer than inside the city. But, hey, I'm still going to go. Okay, Center Stage continues the curated hip-hop metal mash with Erlale by Audio Resout. Uh, the handle of a cat named Oleski, a composer and producer in Ukraine, off the album Twisted Lies, released uh, October 2nd, 2022. Since 2010, he's been releasing instrumental cinematic music, trailers, hip-hop, and electronic music, among other tasty genres. Next up is Beats to Procrastinate to, uh, some lo-fi hip-hop by Paternoster Poetry, alias Stevia Sphere from Sweden, whose real name is Tova, who says he starts too many projects. Uh, the piece is the title cut from his album, released May 13th, 2018. And capping the first set with Revenge from Behind the Grave by Giga Coops, who started out in 2011 strictly as a chiptune artist, but now her music can be described as a sort of heavy progressive take on Nintendo Core. The tune is from the EP Blood Tastes Better Than Water, released uh, October 15th last year.
Okay, second set opens with Grundar by Alexander Nakarada, a cat who works full-time in the cold north, a.k.a. Norway, making high-end music instrumentals for games, YouTube videos, animation, short films, podcasts, radio stations, and much more. It's off the album 13 Fjordur, and yeah, I know I butchered that, released September 9th, 2018. After that, it's Shred Metal, an industrial rock number by First Contact, a trio that's Thomas Langer, Valdemar Barkowski, and Bernd Hahn, who started with space rock in the late 70s, who are really no stylers, just letting the sound develop itself while playing ex tempore. No arrangement, just live improvisations, recorded, cleaned up, and mastered. Uh, this single was released November 16th last year. And wrapping the set with Duck by Moon Palace out of Tokyo. From the PRX Records January 2021 EP, released February 1st, 2021. Cool.
Okay, the last episode touched briefly on the backpack folding solar panel and how to mount the thing on my bike for tour packing. Now, when I looked for images online, mostly I saw either smaller 10 to 20 watt panels, which were much easier to strap onto the front or back of a bike, or 100 watt full-size hard panels permanently mounted as part of an e-bike power system. Now, neither method works for me. A 40-watt folding panel needs to be stored away at night or when it's raining. And I'm going to try hard to avoid riding in rain, period. I need a frame I can break down, but have it solid enough assembled to not shake apart while riding. The obvious frame material is good old PVC pipe which some DIYers use as off-grid solar frames. I imagined a few ways to break it down into sections and tie them together with bungees, but the sticking point then becomes the 40-watt panels. They roll out 3 to almost 5 feet long, and that much overhang is just asking for trouble. That's why so many cyclists have them draped across the rear, with maybe two of the four or six panels getting any direct sun. So instead, they usually wait until they stop and lay it out on the grass, which is only efficient if they take a long lunch during peak sun. And thing is, you don't have that issue with the smaller 20-watt folding panels. I mean, most fold out one and a half to two and a half feet long, and you don't need a frame for them but 20 watts is just too damn weak for me. You also don't have that issue if you bump up to a single 50 watt solar panel. Uh, some of the portable models for RBs and boats are roughly around two and a quarter feet long and a little over one and a half feet wide and slightly flexible. Much easier to manage with a PVC frame. And I already know about one brand the SunPower 50-watt RV and Marine panel. Uh, I almost picked it for trailer mode. Its only disadvantage is that it can only bend at a max of 30 degrees. The 50-watt panel made by Renogy costs roughly the same as SunPower, which normally is not the case. But it bends at a max of 248 degrees which makes it much easier to pack down over the backpack and seat bag in its own tarp bag and cover. Uh, one extra wrinkle is the path moving the juice from the solar panel to the laptop power bank. Now, of course, a 10 to 20 amp solar charge controller will sit between the two, but the power bank will have that USB-C input and no current charge controller is made with USB-C outlet, just a regular 5-volt USB-A. Uh, a simple fix I found is to use a 20-volt DC male cigarette plug wired to the controller's battery output terminals and a 20-volt female cigarette socket to a male USB-C plug. Oh yeah! These two solar panels will have either PV4S or MC4 connectors you have to match for input to the charge controller. But that about wraps up the solar system for tour packing. 
Uh, I'm still left with the frame, but that can wait until after I get my solar components. Nailing down the remaining scout mode gear comes next. Okay, for one more tune, we close out with Schadenfreude Overdrive by Solar Flare off the compilation album Dark Future, released by the UK-based Independent Music Licensing Collective on June 22nd last year. Uh, the IMLC gave their artists a challenge. Write a track based on the concept Dark Future. Interesting. Hey, this show is a 1223 Studios joint. Show notes and band links are on the pod page, and episodes are now on Amazon Music and Audible. Uh, send email to mfunkyzine at gmail.com. Uh, if you like the show, subscribe already. Tell your friends it's roughly every two weeks. And... Okay. Parting Shots isn't particularly aimed at the Confederates turning the House of Representatives into the outhouse we all knew it would. At press time, I don't know how the debt ceiling debacle will resolve, other than my hope that Biden would tell them to FPS, or fucking pound sand, when it comes to Social Security and Medicare, which, I'm going to say it again, 
are only entitlements in the sense that we all fucking paid for them. Now, there are a half dozen other political atrocities I could spew more F-bombs over, but I'll divert to a side topic that's not quite a deep-end thing. I'm chewing over a short piece with my own crazy scientific speculation of an answer to the question, what is life? Which I believe has many different answers. One side speculation I can drop here is a short allegory. Life is a day at the amusement park. Some people spend all day having a ball, going on all the rides. Some people have to work and don't get to enjoy anything. Some people walk around too afraid to try any of the rides. Some people are just there to cause trouble. And some people never get to go and can only watch from outside the gates. Hey, I said it was short. And anybody with a snide pro-life addendum can stick it. It's my allegory. Go do yours on your own show. Show themes, acid trumpet, backed vibes, and spyglass by New York musician and composer Kevin McLeod. Bike Bell Number 3 by CDRK, found at freesound.org. I'm Larry, trying hard to stay chill at my garret in the mission. Still in San Francisco, working to get on the road and off the grid. <laughs>